0: Got a little bone to pick with the programming department. Would it kill you every once in a while to play a little fog hat?
1: Thank you to the listener who, I don't remember if they texted or emailed me last week and said, you gotta play Foghat's Hats, All I Want for Christmas is You. Not like the creepy Mariah Carey song. Now it's a beautiful song. But uh, same title. But here it is. I've never heard this before. It's a good tip, listener. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for coming to you from the Carter Supero studio. Welcome to our top stories this hour. And, you know, it's Friday afternoon, and that's when we like to have uh, a, a good friend of our radio show drop by for a little visit. Now he's a top man, all the
2: land, give that man a hand. He's the best of all
1: the auctioneers. He's also a pretty darn good talk show host. Chunker. Uh-huh. you hear him every afternoon, 3 to 7, here on Cairo News Radio. And now he joins us live. Well, do you, it man. live! Do it hey live!
0: Hey, oh, yeah. uh, I'm talking to you from the, um, from my car because it's so loud in my house right now. So, why is
1: it loud in your house? Uh, I'm
0: having some work done because the something's wrong with the septic. Don't want to go into great detail, but I don't like want to hear it That's all I there need
1: go. Moving know. on. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I will tell you because this is a subject you should be able to relate to. I'm, uh, I'm filled with angst right now as we oh. speak.
0: Is this because Because. you're taking off or is it because you can't find Dave Wyman? A. B, (laughs) you're going to go on a long vacation and fear that your show is going to go into the toilet, speaking of septic, Uh, or C, you haven't got uh, Nicole a Christmas present,
1: or D, Uh, you sent her to
0: a concert and sent her the wrong date, which cost her money.
1: Right. Yeah, but... Well, again, I don't want to be self. E,
0: your performance live the other day telling a story about a goose was horrible, and you are embarrassed what? by it.
1: What do you mean it was horrible. That was I. I've been told was it, it wasn't noon to three.
0: Wasn't noon to three quality? Just tell you that right now.
1: Well, Nicole thought not, and so she ridiculed it and and <laughs> bastardized it the next day on the air. But I will tell you guys, and and this is breaking news but I am in negotiations with the Hallmark Channel right now. They're thinking about doing a a dramatization of my Ballard Christmas Goose story that they say, and I know they're sucking up to me because they're also in in competition with Discovery Plus for the rights to this, but they say they will believe it'll be a holiday classic along the lines of uh, Jimmy Stewart and uh, Elf.
0: I just have one question. What's were your you question? Were you guys trying to making it up as you were going along, or had you actually scripted that thing?
1: I I scripted it in my head, but I didn't write anything down. Okay,
0: all right. Like yeah, Garrison Keillor uh, and the stories that he would tell at the end of Prairie Home Companion.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a quiet yeah, weekend like well, we're gone. Yeah, okay. I
1: know, but you don't have to explain who Garrison Keillor is. I'm not no dumb dumb. We're all children are above average. I, I know. I get all this. Okay. I understand your references. I'm not like those dopes you talk to on on a daily basis. <laughs> dope, dope, dopes? All right, moving
0: on. Okay, why well, don't you hear why I'm filled with angst for real? No, yes, I gave you a whole bunch of choices. I did
1: okay, so uh, cause I just thought you, of all people, could relate to this because you have mm. beautiful, beautiful teeth. Mm -hmm. I'm getting my teeth cleaned right after the show today, and it's for the first time in two years. I was supposed to get them cleaned a little over a year ago, but my hygienist went to Europe. Mm -hmm. And then I rescheduled for May, uh, because that was the soonest they could do. Mm -hmm. And my hygienist was sick, and I said, well, what's the next date available? And they said, December 16th. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's how busy... the the dental hygiene biz is these days.
0: Right. Plus, they probably had to get some people, you know, maybe... increase the staffing, thinking that some people were going to have to tire out. It would be yeah. like a transfer team when it comes to a transparent team. When they're, You know, they bring in two or three to take the organ out, and then the people take a break, and then they bring in another group. You might need three or four hygienists working on you at one time with your
1: team. It's actually more like a, a NASCAR pit crew. They run in, they jack up my jaw. They bring in the hydraulics. <laughs> Switch it out. Okay. Away I okay. go. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Hey, while they're cleaning their teeth, can they find maybe a segment that would be interesting to talk about at 2 o'clock? Because I've got work to do, Dory. <laughs> you, you I'm in the middle of that... my
1: prepping for, the, prepping for the show. You realize I'm... that like you, I'm a, I'm a patient of Dr. Rive Spohr. You know that, right? I've told you that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a
0: specialtiesnorthwest.com.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's a good man. Because mm. I, yeah, I couldn't afford braces when I was a kid, and we had to eat geese for dinner. All right, so what's on your mind? Enough about me. You're the guest here. Uh, I found
0: a couple stories that were sort of overlooked. One of them in particular was uh, Sam Bickman Freed Fried. Um, was supposed to testify on Tuesday, but isn't it interesting that just before getting a chance to testify, they arrest him. If you were a prosecutor and someone was going to testify, they would be basically prejudicing themselves and, and just laying out your case against them. Some Most people pleading the fifth or want to her, speak to an attorney before having to be questioned. This guy would have been questioned in front of everybody. Uh, But, wow, what do you know, just before, about an hour before or two hours, uh, New York State uh, Attorney General fired off uh, in order to be able to get him taken away from the camera. He was going to do a Zoom thing from his uh, his apartment there. But, no, no, just before he's going to testify, all of a sudden, what do you know, sorry, you've got to go off to jail.
1: It's the greatest corporate fraud if if it goes down the way we expect in American history. it's going to I had my Enron whistleblower on the show last week and and she said this is going to make Enron look like nothing. Uh, there's mm-hmm. eight billion dollars in customer funds missing, and there's a tremendous local angle to this because yes, uh, Patty Murray received money from this guy, Kim mm-hmm. Schreier... Got money from him. The Washington State Democratic Party got money from Sam Bankman-Fried. And uh, now they're all trying to fall over themselves, explaining what charities they're going to give that money to. So this guy steals assets from customers, and Patty Murray and Kim Schreier say, oh, well, we'll take that stolen money and we'll give it to charity. How about trying to get it back to the people who it was stolen from? And then the mm-hmm. other aspect, he gave $40 million. He was the second biggest ca- uh, campaign donor in America last year. He gave $40 million, almost all of it, to Democrats. And now he's saying, well, I gave almost an equal amount to Republicans, but it was through dark money channels, so there's no way to track it. He didn't give money to Republicans. His mom may have bought the 2020 presidential election she put through a, paci- uh, a pack 105 million dollars in the 5 weeks before the election into yep. the swing states between Biden and Trump and they may have bought the 2020 p- presidential election
0: they 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 might indict his parents
1: they should mm-hmm. they should i mean his mom put 105 million In the last five weeks of the, and if it, and I don't think they made that much money as Stanford professors. So if Sonny Boy was funneling money to mom to funnel to a PAC to funnel to the Democratic Party, um, and this gets back to your original point, maybe that's why he was arrested the night before he was going to testify. Maybe the Democratic Party uh, has arranged for him to have as soft a landing as possible and not have to go on oath before uh, the New York AJ.
0: Yeah, well, the New York A.J. is the one that pulled the trigger. So the Democrats call up and say, hey, pull the trigger, get him out, get him. We don't want him in front of anybody because, you know, the Republicans are going to ask a whole bunch of questions about all the money. And there's Maxine Waters sitting right there, and Maxine Waters got a whole bunch of money from him as well. So they take him to pull him away. Because, again, it makes no sense. If you're the prosecutor, you'd be like, go ahead, talk to him, do it, question him. Because everything he's going to say right there on that while he's being questioned – we can take that, and that's permissible in court. We could take what he's saying because it's under oath there. His congressional testimony would be able to be used against him in court. But what do you know? Just before, he just happens to disappear. So the, the whole thing is such a mess. It's just such a stinking mess. And it really just, again, just it highlights how corrupt the entire system is. Our, Tom used to say to me all the time, well, I've complained about the government. Tom goes, well, we are the government. And I it bothered me, and I kept thinking one weekend I just sat at home, I went, through so much research and i finally found a really interesting study they looked at i think 400 bills that had been passed into law and then they said here are the polls that were associated to these bills um how the american people felt about them and then they connected uh lobbying money to each one of the bills that became law and then you saw that the lobbyists and how much money they spent for each one of them And how many times the people, the general people, we, the people, didn't want that to become law, didn't think that was a good idea, but became law because of the impact of money in politics. And if you have a group of people all in one area, it's really easy for the lobbyists to go in there every single week and take them out to lunch and take them out to dinner. But if you decentralize the power of government and you moved it out to the states and out to the towns and out to the cities, it's much harder for those lobbyists to have that same sort of power. But we love centralizing it all. Oh, the Department of Education. Oh, the Department of Transportation. Oh, this department and that department. It's just prime fishing, like going fishing with Tom Nelson and you and knowing exactly where all the... The fish
1: are, yeah, yeah, and and a lot of this guy's money landed right here in Seattle. And in fact, uh, there's a, a story in the Seattle Times today by radical far left reporter Jim Brunner, and
2: <laughs>
1: you, you know why I call I him you that, right? that.
0: I heard yes, because he
1: refers to Cairo Radio and you.
0: As a conservative talk show host and why he has to put that identifier on you, you're like, okay, yeah. if that's what you want to do, I'll put the same identifier yeah. on you.
1: He, he yeah. thinks the word conservative is an epithet, so he attaches it to my name. When so is the word white. So
0: is, so is the descriptor white. <laughs>
1: no, no, I'm surprised he doesn't. According to a white conservative talk show, he was quoting that from a Twitter go. interview. But anyway, well, so radical redundant. far-left reporter yes. Jim Brunner, he, he does have a story today that... Sam Bankman-Fried gave $135,000 to a Seattle initiative campaign. It's the largest political donation in Washington State this year. He gave uh, Alameda Research, their little branch company, gave $315,000 to a 2020 campaign called Seattle for a Healthy Planet. Mm -hmm. And it was a group that said they were preparing for a ballot measure. But the ballot measure never happened. So somebody here just got three hundred fifteen thousand bucks from this guy, yeah. And so I mean, this stinks to high heaven, John. And and you know, everybody who says you can't question the integrity of the elections in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty two, uh, well, this is pretty compromising to absolute integrity in American elections.
0: Well, Mark Zuckerberg spent four hundred fifty million. Oh yeah,
1: yeah but that's in okay. Kind.
0: This this money is okay. This isn't the dark money. This is for the good guys. So, you know, yeah, yes, this guy. will get
1: undercovered by by the legacy media because their guys benefited from it. And so, uh, so, so yes, uh, I think there's a lot of money laundering. There's that bank over in Eastern Washington, the tiny little bank. Uh, where tens of millions were being laundered, apparently. Politicians getting yeah. bought off: Patty Murray, Kim Schrier. Uh, don't you think? Don't you think his te-
0: his defense is pretty interesting, Dory? His defense is, I should have been better. I really should have been better at, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. read uh, what I. I was just, I guess, I was just sort of naive to what was happening with the money. I, I, you know, what I really should have been paying closer attention. I really, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize what was happening. Yeah, that's that's on me. That's really on me. That, you know I feel really horrible when, about that.
1: When I was listening like, to that, it reminded me when I was coaching. Uh, one of the things I hate and my girls learn to never do this because it would just tee me up. If somebody throws a bad pass, sails it over somebody's head out of bounds, and then they look mm-hmm. to the team, they tap their chest, go, Oh, it's my bad, my bad. And and it's you know, everybody's way of saying, Don't get on me for this, just forgive me. It's my bad. That's what Sam Bakeman-Fried was doing. It's my bad. Sorry you guys. And yeah. it's a punk move to make and uh everybody knows it's your bad we don't need to hear that we just want to and i think i think he's going to go to prison for the rest of his life do you uh
0: no i think somebody's going to uh, jeffrey epstein him
1: that's another possibility yeah I th- well I that think which, he could if it happens yourself. in prison then my prediction also comes true that it's for the rest of his life <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's not, but Dory, it's not just a, my bad, my bad, my bad. That's my it, bad. I shouldn't have said it's that. Not it's not just bad. my bad. It's this. It's, oh, I, you know what? I should have been better. I didn't really realize. But yeah, you know what I think about it now? Yeah, I really, that was, gosh, I was just, I guess, sloppy. I mean, yes. that's literally his excuse. Hmm, yeah, I could see where things could go. Now they look at it in hindsight. I mean, it's like, are you kidding me? You Ugh. knew exactly what you were doing. Oh, yeah, huh. I I had no idea.
1: Well, And as we're speaking right now, John, I'm looking up yes. on Fox News, The Five. Here's the graphic. Crypto con man's dirty money, lawmakers probing FTX collapse received donations. So he's bought off many of the people who are supposedly going to be investigating how this all happened. And now $8 oh, yeah. billion in customer assets have been stolen.
0: Well, he knew what he was doing. He knew he and his father went to Capitol Hill a number of times and met with each one of those people that he knew eventually would have to make some decisions. And he would lobby, hey, here's some restrictions you want to basically put on this and this in order to carve out for him. And if you pay enough money, you can buy these guys off. He knew what he was doing. And his whole moppy hair and no pants and, you know, socks and stinky armpits and T-shirt, the thing was all built. I mean, it was contrived because somebody said to him, you think you should cut your hair? He goes, no, no, no. It's not part of the look. He knew what he was doing. Young, moppy headed. I don't care, whatever. I'm just trying to save the world. And people bought it hook, line, and sinker. You see all the media just fawning over this guy two years ago. Nobody bothered to look into where the money was going or how he was doing it. It was just like a Wonderkin changing the world. He's going to be the first trillionaire by the time he's 30. Yeah. Yeah, My bad.
1: My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and uh, that's why, you know, we get back to. Uh media's supposed first and foremost, reason we're part of the first amendment. We're supposed to be a watchdog of government, and yet they just fell in love with this guy because he's quirky, he's clearly somewhere on the spectrum, and you know, Forbes and, and Fortune magazines put him on the cover, and all these people who should have been watchdog, and they just decided decided to lapdog the guy and, and what a failure, what a failure. it's all the people who lost so much money, it's a shame.
0: It is. All right, I haven't man. seen What any are you vi- doing I haven't show seen today. the victims. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're talking a little bit about Starbucks and the stores that are closing down. And um, uh, we well, got some good stuff regarding also, I don't know, Dory, because I've been sitting here on the phone while you're talking about your teeth getting
1: cleaned.
2: I've got some work well, to do. The in all the land, to give that man a hand. He's the best of all the
1: Thank you. Is. Then away with you. Go put together a great show. <laughs> Thank you, John. Where's Dave Wyman? Where's Dave Wyman? We're looking. We're looking right now. Everybody's All looking. Right. All right, bye. All uh, right, John Curley bye. Afternoons with Sherry Elliker, 3 to 7, Cairo News Radio. And we got more to do coming up next here on the Dory Monson Show. I'm a
2: lot of number 29 in. What are you going to get I'm a 25. to get 30 now. The big lead on Cairo Radio.
1: Make it count here. Hey, I want to uh, congratulate all the winners. Did you see, Nicole, the uh, first ever Emmys oh, Emmy Awards show for kids
3: wow. was last
1: night. It's always been for the adult-themed shows. Nobody talking to me?
3: Yeah.
1: No. Uh, but d- did you even know this was coming up? I did not. Yeah. Uh, for the first time ever... The uh, Emmy Award Committee, uh, they did their first annual Children's and Family Emmy Awards show. Well, oh, I guess it was last weekend. Uh, so I just wanted to congratulate the uh, winners. Netflix, Heartstopper. Which Netflix describes as an uplifting LGBTQ plus drama about teen friendship and young romance. It was showcased during the award program with the scene of two teenage boys kissing. And that sh- uh, show, Heartstopper, was one of the biggest winners of the night. Uh, let's see. Where's some of oh, uh, the other? Oh, the LGBT themed programming from Sesame Street came away with several wins in categories dedicated to programming for preschoolers. One was Sesame Street's Muppet Babies, which is a spin-off of the children's show for an even younger audience. It won an award for outstanding writing for a preschool animated program, and uh, it featured a traditional Muppet character named Gonzo, who appeared on the show as far back as the 70s. And for Muppet Babies, Gonzo transitions into Gonzarella. So congratulations to them. Sesame Street also won an award for Friends with a Penguin, which uh, got the outstanding original song. Billy Porter, an LGBT celebrity, wore a tuxedo dress while he performed the song. Uh, Let's see. The Babysitter's Club show that features a transgender child, gay dads, and witchcraft was another big winner of the night. Uh, Craig McCracken, the animator for Kids Cosmic, which has gay characters in a relationship named Fry and Hamburg. Uh, That won an individual award for Craig McCracken's work. So uh, so anyway, and on and on it goes. Congratulations to all of the winners for the first ever annual Family and children themed Emmy Awards. Sorry to miss that. I'll I'll, remind me Nicole to DVR that next year, please. (laughs) Okay, we'll do. Okay, thank you. Uh, Let's see. We're just poking around the old archives. Some of our favorite sound bites of the year that's coming to an end. We'll play a few more in what's usually our uh, our awesome audio segment coming up. But this kind of fits with what we were just talking about. Uh, Ricky Gervais who truly is one of the funniest stand-ups working. Uh, uh, Gervais, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, uh, they're they are just few people funnier. Now that Norm MacDonald's gone, the title of king of stand-up, in my opinion, is open. But Ricky Gervais, he's uh, always a contender.
2: Oh, women. Uh... Not all women, I, I mean the old-fashioned ones, you know, the old-fashioned women. Oh, God, you know, the ones with wombs. Oh. <laughs> Those <laughs> dinosaurs.
0: Oh. No, I love the, the new women, I know the new women, they're great, aren't they? You know, the new ones we've been seeing lately? The, one, the ones with beards and c***s, <laughs> they're as good as... They're as good as gold, I love them.
2: No it's the old fashioned with and now the old fashioned they go, Oh, they want to use our toilets. Why shouldn't they use your toilets? For ladies. They are ladies, look at their pronouns. (laughs) What about this person isn't a lady? Well, his penis. (laughs) Her penis, you bigot. (laughs) What if he raped me? Well if she writes you, you
1: <laughs> and, and just show you how comedy gets very close to real life these days, this is an actual soundbite in the news today. California has a Democratic representative, her name is Katie Porter, and she informs us that pedophilia is not a crime. It is now an identity. This allegation of groomer and pedophile, it is alleging that a person is criminal somehow and engaged in criminal acts merely because of of their identity. Um, See, a pedophile is not a criminal because of their acts. Their acts are their identity. Pedophile is their identity. That's an actual Democrat Congresswoman, Katie Porter, pedophiles are no longer criminals. It is just their identity now. I had to play it twice because I really couldn't believe my ears.
0: This allegation of groomer and pedophile, it is alleging that a person
2: is criminal somehow and engaged in criminal acts merely because of, of their identity. Um, the- yeah.
1: Pedophiles and identity now. These are interesting times in which we live. Let's take a quick time out here and then we will uh, play some of the other uh, sound bites of the year as awesome audio continues here on The Dory Monson Show. favorite sound bites of the year you can never get enough of that nonsense uh and let's see let's see what else we got here how about this one i i enjoyed this because i don't really you know celebrate people getting shot but there were four armed robbers who ran into a convenience store in, Cal- it's actually a, a liquor store, and they were, they had rifles, They are ready to shoot the owner, who happens to be an older man. Here's KTLA.
3: Just before 3 Sunday morning, a masked man gets out of a backseat with a long gun in hand, about to enter a Norco liquor store, when...
2: Ah! His accomplices Ah! come running out after the man behind the counter fires a shotgun. Okay,
1: That's what I like. These guys think they're so tough. They're going to go rob this old guy who owns a liquor store, is just trying to make a living. He's open in the wee of the morning, and they go from tough guys with their guns, and then all of a sudden, "Ah, he shot my arm off! He shot my arm off! Yeah, maybe you should think twice before you uh, rob somebody's... Star.
3: Just before three Sunday morning, a masked man gets out of a
1: backseat with a long gun in hand about to enter a Norco liquor store when
2: <laughs> his
1: accomplices come running out after the man behind the counter fires a shotgun.
2: Oh,
1: and the, uh, the the guy, his name is Craig Cope. Uh, who owns the store, and, man, he reacted quick when he saw these armed robbers come in. President, President. Yep, nope, 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 here
3: he is. There wasn't much time to think about it. It was just uh, the guy pointed the gun directly at me. Then it's him or me.
1: And the owner had a message to other business owners.
3: Okay, yeah, you can do what I did, but... But what you really need to do is put some pressure on the politicians because they got no clue what's really going on out here in the real world. I could start naming names, but there's a whole lot of them that are creating major problems for business owners, but for local law enforcement, they're creating problems for them. Uh, I'm sure they go out and risk their lives taking people into custody to see them get let let out with no bail and these a lot of these people are career criminals i'm not talking about the guy that you know goofed up one time we one mistake i'm talking about the career criminals they're career criminals they need to be locked up
1: okay but how did this guy become such a good shot because when he saw that the guy walking in the store was armed he grabbed his gun and man he he didn't
3: hesitate when i was a kid uh when i was 10 i had a gun and uh i grew up in illinois we had a lot of small game squirrels rabbits quail I put a lot of food on the table on a regular basis and I had a single shot so ammunition was expensive when I had to buy it myself 50 cents was a lot of money and um, you don't want to miss your single
1: shot don't miss
3: yeah so still holds true
1: still holds true oh and he did have a message to anybody else who wants to rob him this
3: isn't a good place to pick
1: like that guy. Uh, One of the more heartwarming stories of the year. This was at the Little League World Series. And a pitcher beamed a batter. And the pitcher was very upset because the batter was down for quite a while. And this pitcher had a pretty good fastball. And uh, the batter, when he finally got up, he was allowed to stay in the game. And he went to first base on the hit spatsman. But he saw that the pitcher was crying. Because he was so upset at having drilled this kid on the other team. Oh, look
2: out. This is really cool because, as a pitcher, Bubs. Yeah, so this is really cool because, as a pitcher, Bubs looks shaken up right now because of what he did. And look at Zay Jarvis. This is such great sportsmanship. He wants him to know that it's okay, that he'll be fine. So the
1: kid on first base who got hit, he goes to the pitcher's mound, and he hugs the pitcher. And then when they were interviewed, I thought, this sounds like just if – if that was my kid, if I was the parent, I would be so proud um, – His name's Isaiah, and he's asked what he was thinking when he went to hug the pitcher, Bubba. I mean,
3: yeah, so I was at first base, you know, uh, I was talking to my coach a little bit. As soon as I see him, you know, starting to get a little emotional because he hit me, and obviously he's selling bad to me. So, you know, I I wanted to go over there and spread God's love and, you know, make sure that he's okay and make sure that he knows that I'm okay and that I'll be okay, so...
1: I wanted to spread God's spread God's love. Let him know I'm okay and make sure that he was okay. Uh the CNN host then asked one of the most stupid questions I've ever heard of the pitcher, Bubs. How did you realize that you were being hugged? Um <laughs> I'm sorry. I still can't believe how stupid that question was. The kid comes over, puts his arms around him. And the CNN guy asks... How did you realize that you were being hugged? Um, so, after I hit
3: him and he fell to the ground and he came over to me, um, once he, once he hugged me, I felt like, I felt like really good and how, like, he comforted me after
1: I hit him. It just felt really good. You know, that great story. And when Isaiah was told that his heart is different...
0: What do you think hearing that? Uh... Uh, Thank you. Uh, I mean, I, that's a good thing.
1: So, uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Sweet kid. How about James Nix, who told Action News about getting attacked
2: by a chicken? So I'm defending myself. You know, I was feared for my safety. The chicken attacked his dad. Did tell him after the chicken hit my dad. I said, hey, man, the chicken attacked my dad. Oh, it's just a chicken. What's he going to do? You know, okay, well, look. Kids that used to live over there, they were throwing rocks and sticks at this chicken to keep it away. And uh, they got in a fight, and James won. His neck flares up, and he's doing his thing, and he's trying to jump up at me. And I try to hit it, but the chicken's jumping up at me, and I accidentally knocked it in the head. You know, call it a lucky shot, whatever. Then his neighbor called the cops. Saying, you know, he calls the chicken police on me. And he said, wait, what what are we doing here? I didn't know to give it a 21-gun salute, CPR, mouth-to-mouth, you know, or call the chicken ambulance. (laughs) And he said, chickens do die every day. Chickens are dying every day, people at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Amen. Amen, my brother. All right, there are just a few of our favorites of the
1: year. We'll uh, sprinkle some more in next week. Brandy's going to be in for a few days next week as well. I want to say thank you to you as we are approaching the end of the year. This has been, without question, the best year in the history of this radio show. 28 years, uh, just more fired up than ever because you are listening. Uh, I am going to take next week off. I hope that you are surrounded going into this holiday Christmas season by people you love and that you are just feeling the love of these holidays, and I love you. I really do. I appreciate you so very much, even if we disagree sometimes. Thank you so much for listening. All right. Uh, the John Perry and Sherry Ellicker Show is coming up next. I'll see you soon.
2: Hello.